our Father who art in heaven. Today we remember those men and women who have died in service to our country. We pause to reflect on the lives sacrificed while protecting our freedoms. We confess that most days we are oblivious to the price paid by men and women in uniform, and yet we live every day in the freedom they laid down their lives to give us. So today, we recall the words of Jesus when he said, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And let us not forget that each life lost represents other lives that are left to pick up the pieces. We lift up widows and widowers, brothers and sisters, parents and children of the service men and women who fought valiantly for our country. We ask for your peace and comfort to never leave them. God, we thank you for the lives of these men and women. May their memory and their service never be forgotten. Amen. God's grace, God's mercy, God's peace be to you, my brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord and risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you ever gone out in the mountains or out in the wilderness, out in the desert? You've been out someplace and you've enjoyed walking around, exploring all the different sites to see, and you come back at the end of it, and it's just a great time of gathering together to be able to eat together with family and friends, to be able to have a good time and to be able to say, what's next? What's gonna happen next, tomorrow, the next day, or the rest of your time in the wilderness, in the mountains, in God's beautiful creation around you? Or, What's next? That's kind of the bottom line question of taking a look at it. And so as we celebrate Memorial Day weekend, it's a great opportunity to be able to, at least it used to be, of getting together and going out on the lake, out on the river, up to the mountains, down to the beach, out to the desert, being able to do all kinds of things and to be able to explore and enjoy. Well, today, is a different day. Yes, there are some ease of restrictions, but also there is, uh, it's, we don't have the same freedoms or the same plans or the same ideas that we might have had previously. And so as we gather around for this Memorial Day weekend, this time of worship, also wanted to be able to take a look at saying thank you to those who've provided us the opportunity to have the freedoms and the liberty to be able to explore the world around us, our country, and our beautiful places of God's creation, and also have the freedoms that we enjoy. And not only do we say thank you for our servicemen and women, especially those who have sacrificed everything, given their lives for their country, we also remember those who are still serving our country today as well. But on this Memorial Day, it's a time to memorialize those who have gone before us. And in the church, we take a look at the early church 
apostles. And today we're going to be taking a look at Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 21. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day walk from the city. That's about three quarters of a mile they were able to walk around during the time on a Sabbath. And sure enough, they had just said goodbye to Jesus. We had taken a look at that last week with Ascension Sunday. And Jesus said, go back to Jerusalem and wait. And so they go back to Jerusalem. They come from Mount of Olives down through the Kidron Valley and back up to the upper room where they gather together. They've been out in the mountainside. They've been out on the hillside, the Mount of Olives. And now they come back together with family and friends and those who were gathered. It was kind of their Memorial Day celebration. Christ had gone back up to heaven. And they were gathered around and saying, what's next? What's in store for us? Verse 13, when they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. We might call that the upper room. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with Jesus' brothers. They were all gathered together. They had just said goodbye to Jesus. They came back to the upper room and said, what's next? What's in store for us now? Well, what happens next? Verse 15, in those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language, Akaldama, that is, field of blood. I just want to pause there for a moment and talk about, I know some people might be saying, well, Peter says that he fell headlong, and yet Matthew says that Judas went out and hung himself. Well, both of them are consistent with each other. Matthew was reading for a Jewish audience, or writing for a Jewish audience. And so they would have known the, the badness, if you will, of hanging yourself. Where Peter was, and, and Luke was more writing for a Gentile audience. Folks like us, and for them, it wasn't a big deal to commit suicide. But Luke points out the, the calamity of it in all its goriness. Matthew, it was a sin for the Jewish people to hang themselves. Gentiles, it was okay. Both of them are writing to different audiences, sharing with them the effects of Judas's betrayal. Now, the disciples, the women, 
the men, 120 of them, were gathered in the upper room. And they had just come back from being outside. And they come back and they have a time together. Peter continues on. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. So remember, Jesus had spent 40 days together with his apostles. They had been taking a look at the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament, which they called the scriptures. They would have called that the law, the prophets, and the Psalms, or uh, the, the writings. And they gathered together, and Jesus is explaining everything concerning him from the Old Testament, or from the scriptures. And so they would have had this wonderful time with Jesus, taking a look at it. And so Peter, naturally, understands this. And Luke writes this down. It's good for us to know this because many times people will say, is the Bible historical? Is the Bible reliable? And absolutely yes. Luke writes down for his audience and sets the tone of who's all there. All these people who at different times have left Jesus have come back together and have said, yes, Lord, we follow you. Last week, I talked about witnesses and martyrs. And so these witnesses and martyrs have gathered together in the upper room to be able to carry on the ministry that Jesus has set before them. Verse 21, therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time. The Lord Jesus was living among us. Beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. God has a plan. All right. One betrays. And even in the Old Testament, the scriptures of Jesus's day, they knew that there was going to be a betrayal. And yet Jesus, God himself, has a plan for restoration. Verse 23. So they nominated two men. Joseph, called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lots fell to Matthias. So he was added to the eleven apostles. We're gathered up here on this Memorial Day weekend. We're gathered in our local mountains. This area is called Bluff Lake Reserve. It's a place where if you look behind us and look around us, you can see it brimming and full of water and waterfowl. And maybe you can even see a fish jump in the background. But it's a beautiful location. It's a gorgeous area out in the midst of our beautiful mountains. And just like this lake behind us, God's grace, God's gifts, God's mercies fill us up. I know sometimes if you've been up here to Bluff Lake Reserve, you've seen it almost empty. 
devoid of water. And yet, just as we had wonderful winter storms and rainstorms that provided lots of water for all of us, so too it provided incredible amounts of water for Bluff Lake Reserve. And it's filled it back up. It's replaced the water that was gone from it. Life-giving, refreshing water. And so too, just as Judas was gone, he was replaced. He was replaced by Matthias. And later on, the Apostle Paul comes on the scene, but that's a whole nother story. Right now, it's a matter of on this Memorial Day, giving thanks to God for giving us so many of his gifts. To be outside in the beauty around us of God's creation. To know that his grace fills us full and that his blessings never end. We get an opportunity to be able to say thank you to the men and women who gave their lives in service to their country. And we get an opportunity to say thank you to the men and women who are still serving or planning to serve our country in the military. And we also are able to say thank you to our first responders, our essential workers, especially our educators, but also our moms and dads and families who gather together and to be able to follow God, to be able to say, God, what's next? We know you've got incredible things in store for us. And so what's next, God? Let us be filled with your beauty. Let us be filled with your grace and your forgiveness. And let us too be able to share that with those around us who need it most. And so, brothers and sisters, may your Memorial Day weekend be a time of celebration, a time of gratitude, a time of thankfulness, a time of honoring those who have gone before us, not only for our country, but especially for those who have gone before us in the faith. And until we are in heaven again with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and until we gather again at Salem for worship, God bless you, watch over you, and be with you as he fills you each and every day with his grace, his love, his mercy, and his peace. In his name, amen.